For a child will be born to us, a son will be given, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name shall be called. Over the next 10 days, join our First Dallas staff members as they guide you through a devotional series, exploring the various names of Jesus, understanding his identity, and embracing his significance for the heart of the season. This Christmas, let's unwrap the depth of who Jesus is and discover joy in every name. Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas. I want to thank you for following along and preparing your hearts for the true meaning of Christmas. Today, we conclude this series with the enduring hope and power found in Jesus, and His name shall be called Light of the World. Let's begin by reading a passage of Scripture from the book of Isaiah, prophesying about the light of the world. Chapter 9, verse 2 says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Light is at the very center of the biblical story. Let there be light are the first words God said, speaking them into a dark and formless void. The light He made on that first day was good. It created a separation between light and darkness. We were made to enjoy the light, but from the beginning, God's creatures have been tempted to choose darkness instead. Satan was once known as Star of the Morning, Son of the Dawn, but he chose to rebel. He believed it was better to reign in hell than serve in heaven, as Milton's Paradise Lost puts it. An untold number of demons joined Satan's rebellion, and together they now make up the cosmic powers over this present darkness. God created Adam and Eve in His image as children of light, but they too fell into the depths of sin. They became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. This darkness spread to all of us, their children. Each of us is born spiritually blind. The gospel remains veiled to those who are perishing, because the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they may not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. We're lost in the dark, unable to see the light. To remedy our blindness, the Father promised to send His Son to be our light. Glimmers of this hope are scattered throughout the Old Testament. Isaiah 9-2 gives us a glimpse of God's promise. The prophet tells us, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Those who are walking and living in darkness aren't going to work their way out of it. The light is going to come to them. As the gospel story began to unfold, there was a dawning realization that Jesus of Nazareth was the one who would fulfill Isaiah's words. Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, prophesied that his son would announce the coming of one who would be like a sunrise from on high. Echoing Isaiah 9-2, Zechariah says that the Christ comes to shine upon those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death. The unborn Jesus would one day bring God's people knowledge of salvation and the forgiveness of their sins by the tender mercy of our God. Isaiah 9 verse 1 even specifies that this light will come by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. 
Matthew makes much of the fact that this is the exact location where Jesus began his ministry. Jesus went to the region of Galilee and settled in the city of Capernaum, right next to the sea, in order to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. Then Matthew quotes Isaiah 9, verses 1 and 2. Throughout the Gospels, wherever Jesus goes, the light conquers and the darkness flees. People are healed and the demons are cast out. This is why Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Light gives life to all things. It restores them to what they were made to be. God sent His Son to be the life-giving light. He alone can break the power of sin and death. As Paul explained to the Corinthians, the God who said light shall shine out of the darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The same power God displayed at creation to make light can create light in our dark hearts. He can speak light into the places where darkness used to reign. It is jarring to realize daily just how much darkness surrounds us. I don't need to recount for you all the ways our world is spinning out of control. How much hate and violence there is, you already know. The world is crying out for a great light that could dispel the evil that darkens everything. Light of the world is not a sentimental title for a nice little baby Jesus. It's a title for a warrior. The light came to declare war on the darkness. He came to rescue and ransom us from the power of Satan. He came to free us from the hopeless blindness in which we were utterly lost. Christmas celebrates the coming of the light, the dawning of God's glorious victory that will never fade or grow dim. Let's praise God together for the triumph He has won for us through Jesus Christ. Christmas declares that darkness will not have the last say over who we are or what happens to us. The light of the world has come. As we finish this devotional series, I want you to ask yourself, what does John mean when he says that God is light and how should that guide our lives? I challenge you to think of someone in your life who is going through a dark or difficult time this Christmas season. Share the message of Isaiah 9-2 with them, encouraging them with the eternal hope we have through the light who is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.